0: Hello beautiful people, welcome to today's episode of the Influencers Community Podcast with Heaven Numanna, where every Tuesday by 9am, I'll share with you simple things you can do to become more influential in your community and the world at large. And on Fridays by 9am, I'll also have a question and answer session from Tuesday's podcast. Now today's episode is a very, very interesting one which you don't want to miss. So, if you have a friend who is not listening right now, just pause, share the link, and play. <laughs> well, today's episode is titled, Who Made You a George Bovarus? The inspiration of this podcast today came from the conversation I had with a friend. Now, if you listen to the very end of this podcast, I'll share with you some insights about what really, really happens when we judge people, when we make a final decision on people, and why it is not good for us to make an assumption or a conclusion on people. Now, I'll tell you a story, and I'll also read to you the scriptural backing for today's gist. All right? So a friend of mine met me over the weekend and we got talking and she asked me a question. She said she was just with some of her friends. And then one of them asked her and said, assuming a guy was once a fornicator and then he repents, gives his life to Christ and just after he had repented, he goes back to fornication, and in the middle of it, he dies. Will he go to heaven or to hell? <laughs> I know you're thinking, right? Well, so my friend didn't know what to say, and she brought the question to me. And why, did, why she was asking me that question, I just thought about it, and I was like, these are the kind of questions I don't like. So sometimes the people who ask you these kind of questions, they are not asking you because they genuinely want to learn. They're asking because they're about to say one crazy thing that will scatter your faith. It's true. It's true. It's very true. Like, I'm serious right now. They're about to bring in one funny doctrine or thing that would confuse everything your faith has been built on. So oftentimes, this is what I told her. This is what I told her. I said, I usually get funny questions like this from people. And the way I see it, I see it like we're trying to see to what limits has grace saved us. Like, you know, how far can I go? That would be too far. <laughs> someone asked me one day, he said, is it bad if I go in a relationship? If I get the relationship, is it bad? Another person asked me, is it bad if I kiss someone? And I looked at both questions, and I smiled and the first thing I asked the person back was, "Why do you want to go into a relationship? Why do you want to kiss someone? I believe your motive is more important than your action. If we can accurately discern why you want to do what you want to do, then we'll know if you still want to do what you want to do at the end of the day <laughs> so that's one answer I always have for those kind of persons: Why do you?" Why, why are you asking this question? Like, why are you trying to find out the limit to which grace has saved us? What is even more important than asking if this person dies now, um, where would he go? Would he go to heaven or to hell? To me, what's more important than asking that question is asking why should this person who has been saved, why should he go back? Like, what made him fall back? The grace of Jesus has saved us to the uttermost end. What happened? What part of grace did this guy not understand that made him go back? That's more important. I am more concerned about saving and preserving this person that he should not go back than me becoming his judge to know if he would um, go to heaven or go to hell. Now to today's podcast. Who made you a judge over us? You see, oftentimes mankind, we we have this entitlement to judge people. We feel entitled to take actions in the place of God. And this was what happened to Moses in the book of Exodus chapter 2. Moses was growing up As a prince in Egypt and he was getting fond of his people, trying to identify with them, you know, premature hero. (laughs) Yes, you are destined to save these guys, but not right now. But he didn't understand that. So one day, Moses goes strolling and he sees an Egyptian maltreating a Hebrew. And, you know, that feeling of, "Mm, I'm the Superman of the Hebrews. So he takes out the Egyptian guy. And the Egyptian guy, the the, the Hebrew guy must have said, oh, you are our savior. There's no one like you, Moses. You will leave and take over and deliver your people. Then he feels good. But guess what? Moses judged that guy without even knowing what happened. And the repercussion came. A few verses later, in verse 13, I think, he says, He went out the second day and saw two Hebrew men quarreling and fighting. And he said to the unjust aggressor, Why are you striking your comrade? And the man said, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you kill the Egyptian? Who made you a prince and a judge over us? I like to ask you this question. When you see certain things happen to people and you begin to make conclusions, I'm, I'm not when I say you, I'm not just I'm not pointing all my fingers at you, I'm most pointing at myself. But when we say we, when we begin to make our assumptions and oh, that's what happened when this happened, and ah, who made you? A prince and a judge over that person. You see, the truth of the matter is you do not qualify to be a judge unless you have every single knowledge about that event, about what happened. That's why it is only God that qualifies to be God, and it is only God that can effectively judge every man because he has. Every detail. Even the one that you cannot imagine to have. He has it. He doesn't just know what happened. He knows the reason behind the things that happened. The one you can't see, he knows them. and So that's why he's the only one who has the power to judge. So over the weekend when I was talking with this, my friend, and I began to analyze with her that people should really be careful the way they judge people. You see... Oh, the guy was was in the midst of fornication before he died, so he will go to hell. Calm down. Wait. Hold up. How are you sure he's going to hell? Like, were you with him at the final moment, and you are very sure he didn't repent? What if the circumstance that led him to go back into fornication was completely out of his will and control? Is he still supposed to go to hell? I'm not, and trust me, (laughs) I'm a child of God, okay? If you're listening to me for the first time, my name is Heaven Nomunda and I'm a priest. (laughs) But I so much want you to think as much as you believe, okay? Why throw assumptions when we don't even know the whole details? A good example, look at the thief on the cross. To every person in that community and society, They must have felt, oh, Jesus is the only one who doesn't deserve to be on that place. Those other two guys, surely, surely, they are going to hell. In fact, some of apostles might have even thought so. But thank God, thank God, thank God the Holy Spirit gave us a proper account. And now we heard clearly that one of the thieves on the cross repented. Just a few seconds to, to go, the guy entered heaven. Who would have believed? And guess what? Guess what? This way it becomes more interesting, okay? Now, the other thief. Do you know if eventually, after every record had been taken, do you know if that one too also said, Jesus, okay, I'm sorry for the nonsense I said earlier. Please remember me in paradise. Do you know? No. This is how we shoot Jonah. Calling him... A, a runaway prophet. But people never know that Jonah didn't run because he didn't want to answer the call. Jonah was running because he knew eventually God would still forgive them. <laughs> so why go on the long journey all along? I never saw it this way until I read the book, The Call by Rick Jonah. And then I, just, I, I, I now realize that we got Jonah's story mixed up. You know, it took me listening to Dr. Ravi Sakarias to know that sometimes we got the personality of Thomas mixed up. Thomas was not really, really a doubter. Thomas was just a thinking apostle. He was just one of those guys who refused to suspend his brain. And see, we always call Thomas doubting Thomas, doubting Thomas. But guess what? Do you know, although it's not recorded in the scriptures, but Thomas is one of the apostles who evangelized the whole of India. You see, everybody has judged that guy to the end now. (laughs) Who made you a judge? You see, we really don't have the total information about people. So we, we should be very slow. In fact, avoid judging people as much as possible. If a man falls, he falls to his master. Seven times he falls, seven times his master will pick him up. Seven times means perfect restoration. His master will pick him and dust him like nothing happened to him. Don't judge. You know, the other day the Holy Spirit was ministering to me about um, the story of Judas. And I began to see Judas from another angle that really spoke a lot to my heart. You see, Judas was not just one ordinary apostle. Like, that guy was trustworthy. If he wasn't, he wouldn't be the minister in charge of finance. Or, or do you give your money to someone you don't trust? So Judas wasn't just a, an, a random guy. Judas was actually huh, one of those guys that Jesus trusted a lot. But... One of those hidden desires and lust in Judah just got the better part of him. You know, he must have felt, hey, this is a good deal, you know. I'm just going to collect this money and trick these people into thinking they can take my master. The other day, they tried to kill him. He disappeared. The other time, they tried to catch him and push him off the cliff. He walked through them. So, yeah. Let me just take this money. I'll just... Hand him over and Jesus will do his thing, you know. He will maneuver and come out of it. Unfortunately, this time it didn't happen that way. Jesus truly went in for it. And Judas felt, oh my God, I have betrayed my Savior. I have betrayed my Master. And with the guilt he tried to do damage control, he went back to the high priest and said, you know what, take your money back. I'm not doing it again. Just take your money back. And they're like, nope, deal is done, deal is done. And they're like, no way, I can't, I can't do this. He abandons the money that he runs away. He can't deal with the guilt. He can't deal with the pain. He can't deal with the shame of what he has done. He hangs himself. And the high priest, knowing fully well the consequence of what they've done, they can't take back that money, so they use it to buy the field where Jesus was, nailed, was crucified. Do you see? You really don't have the, the, the right to judge people. Who made you a judge? Ah. So, if you're still curious about the story of the um, fornicator, if he dies and what happens to him, well, I'm just going to give you a free counsel. Allow God to judge that matter finally. <laughs> okay. Allow God to judge them mind. Instead of thinking, oh, if I'm fornicating and I die, what happens? Why not think, if I stop fornicating and I live a righteous life, how much more persons would turn to God because of my righteousness? Let's stop looking for how much can we do and still be cool with God. Let's start looking at how much can we do and make others to see how cool God is in our life. But share the summary of this gist. Who made you a judge? <laughs> but I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what you think about this. Send me a message, an Anchor You could send me a voice message. If you have questions too, you can send to me. I anticipate a lot of questions from today's episode. It's quite controversial. Ah, plenty of people will attack me. But don't worry, the Lord is my shield. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this podcast with me today. I hope. You tune in again next week. And most importantly, send me a message with your questions. I'll have a question and answer session on Friday where I'll answer every question you have about this episode or any other episode I've recorded. And if you love this podcast, kindly leave me a message, a rating, somewhere, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at heavenumuna, with my WhatsApp Link to join my WhatsApp community will be somewhere in the description. And until when does that come your way, keep being influential.